Hi, this is Keisha. Welcome to the Face to Face podcast. This episode is the next prophecy in the series of prophecies from Mark Taylor. It is titled, Time is Up. This particular prophecy was released by Mark Taylor on November 17th, 2015. The recording that we made on Facebook Live originally uh, just so happened to fall on the anniversary of the assassination of JFK on November 22nd. It was the it was the uh, the basis for what God showed me for the word that I would release that evening after we read the prophecy. Overall, I truly believe that God has given sufficient warning for the judgments that are about to come against those who have used evil and corruption as a means of manipulating the weak and have perverted the things of God to such a degree that it feels like darkness has overwhelmed. But God, through his prophets, has been giving us hope just as much as he has been giving warning. There were things that I learned in my studies about the assassination of JFK that I didn't know and I didn't understand before. I think the generation uh, that I came from, it was part of your history lesson. Maybe you had a a parent or a grandparent that would talk about the assassination and what a shame it was. and But you really don't have the comprehension of what President John F. Kennedy really stood for, the people that he made angry. And another thing that I... I felt like was pointed out to me uh, was the fact that when the 45th president, uh, Donald Trump, came into office, there were, uh, there were documents from the JFK assassination that were to be unsealed, and he was the president who made that happen, but then there were quite a few documents that actually were held back and are due to be open in this year, 2021. Uh, it's the sitting president's responsibility to decide what gets revealed to the public and what does not. And I, I really honestly believe that he he had a reason for withholding the things that he withheld. And uh, 
I, I think we're going to learn some things very soon. Some things in his reason for holding them back were for national security purposes, that it would, it would cause a, a breach in national security if he were to release them. So I found that quite interesting. And I do believe that God revealed these things to me as a, a guidepost going forth with the, the prophetic word. So stand with us in prayer. Continue to pray for our nation. Continue to pray that justice would come for the oppressed. And continue to pray for the prophets, such as Mark Taylor, who have made their stand. They have, they have decided to stand with what God has spoken, and they are not backing down. They are believing for that Red Sea parting moment. And that just because it hasn't manifested yet does not mean that God does not stand true to his promises. So pray for the prophets and know that just because they take a beating and they, they have persecution coming against them doesn't mean that they're wrong. If anything, we've got it backwards. The ones that are getting persecuted and the ones that are getting the most backlash and the ones that are getting canceled and censored and you can't find them to save your life and they're the ones that you need to listen to the most in this hour because to me that's an indication that the enemy wants to shut their mouth because what they're speaking is truth God bless and I love you all. Well, this one isn't a very long one, but it is a very abrupt one. So, um, did you want to start us out tonight, Kim? Sure. Okay. So, this um, prophetic word was received on November 17th, 2015. And it is called Time is Up. The Spirit of God says, I am neutering the sitting president. I am neutering the sitting president in this hour. So his evil and corrupt ideologies and theologies can no longer reproduce in this country. I call my United States of America. For this man who holds the title called the President of the United States will begin to lose his grip from it and be stripped of it for i the lord god will rip it from him this man who calls himself commander-in-chief is no longer more than a lying deceitful thief the spirit of god says time is up for those who are corrupt for i shall begin to remove those who stand for evil in leadership and stand in the way of my agenda judges senators congressmen and women of all kinds even in the local state and federal lines even the supreme court is not immune from their corruption and evil ways 
for I will remove some and expose their backdoor deals which have been at play. For my America has been chosen as the launching platform for my harvest, and she will be a light unto the world once again as I clean up that which is the darkest. Fear not, America. Your greatest days are ahead of you. Arise, my army, and fight, and watch what I will do for you. Amen. Amen. So um, today when um, I was looking over the uh, prophetic word and just kind of seeking the Lord um, for what we were we were going to release today, uh, I felt like it had been impressed upon me that the date today, specifically 1122, um, was very significant because of the anniversary that falls on this day, which is the unfortunate assassination of John F. Kennedy. And it is, it was what, 50, 57 years ago today that um, John F. Kennedy was assassinated in the prime of his presidency. And it was a, it was a very difficult time for this nation. Um, there were so many that it was, I, I had watched a documentary today and he said it was as if the innocence of this nation was ripped away um, when, when the assassination happened. Mm -hmm. And so I felt, you know, to really sit with the Lord today and ask him to show me what it was specifically he wanted me to um, hear. And so he took me, sometimes God will talk to me through numbers. So he said, I wanted you to go to the 11th book of the Bible, which happened to be first Kings. And he said, go to the 22nd chapter. And um, so when I opened it, it definitely caught my attention right away because it's titled Ahab and the false prophets. Mm. Um, so of course that, you know, that really triggered me to want to pay attention and hear what God was saying, because we're, we're talking about prophets. Right. Um, so anyway, for a little background, Ahab was the seventh king of Israel and Ahab just so happened to be married to Jezebel. Mm. Um, so in, I'm not going to read the entire book of, um, 22nd chapter of the book of Kings, first Kings, but I am going to tell you what God showed me in this. Uh, although I do think I'm going to read the prophetic word that was given to Ahab. Um, so anyway, in the, in this book or in this chapter, Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah came to Ahab and offered his allegiance. Um, Jehoshaphat, was the fourth king of Judah, and he was a very godly man. And um, he desired to inquire first for the word for a, the word of the Lord before they went forth with any decision to go to battle, because uh, Ahab was in a position where he was going to need to go to battle. And Jehoshaphat was offering his assistance, but he wanted the word of the Lord. So Ahab called the prophets 
And the prophets were all agreeing, yes, yes, you should do this, you should do this, everything's going to be fine. Well, Jehoshaphat actually felt like there was something missing and said, are you sure this is all the prophets that you have? And so um, he said, well, there is one more, but he only speaks bad things about me, is basically what he said. He only speaks negative things to me. He only speaks <laughs> evil against me. Um, so... Jehoshaphat insisted that this prophet be called forth. Um, and his name was Micaiah. And uh, I'm going to start in 2213. I'm going to read a little bit of what Micaiah had to say to Ahab. It says, And the messenger who went to summon Micaiah said to him, Behold, the words of the prophets with one accord are favorable to the king. So so this messenger who went to get Micaiah was like, Hey, everybody else is agreeing with the king. So he's mm -hmm. kind of setting them up like, you know, Hey, are you going right. to fall into line is what, right. what I was feeling. It says, Let your word be like the word of one of them and speak favorably. Mm -hmm. So he was basically being warned by the messenger. You better right. stay in line with what everybody else had to say to Ahab. Right. But Micaiah said, as the Lord lives, what the Lord says to me, that I will speak. Mm -hmm. That's a brave prophet right there. Because right. we know that the Old Testament prophets were not always treated well for speaking the right. truth. Okay. Right. And when he had come to the king, the king said to him, Micaiah, shall we go to Ramoth-Gilead to battle, or shall we refrain? And he answered him, go up and triumph. The Lord will give it into the hand of the king. But the king said to him, how many times shall I make you swear that you speak to me nothing but the truth in the name of the Lord? So he knew he was being cocky with him. And he said, I saw all Israel scattered on the mountains as sheep that have no shepherd and the lord said these have no master let each return to his home in peace and the king of israel said to jehoshaphat did i not tell you that he would prophesy good concerning he would not prophesy good concerning me but evil and micaiah said therefore hear the word of the lord i saw the lord sitting on his throne and all the host of heaven standing beside him on his right hand and on his left. And the Lord said, who will entice Ahab that he may go up and fall at Ramoth Galed? And one said one thing and another said another. <clears throat> then a spirit came forward and stood before the Lord saying, I will entice him. And the Lord said to him, by what means? And he said, I will go out and will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. Mm. And he said, you are to entice him and you shall succeed. Go out and do so. Now, therefore, behold, the Lord has put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these, your prophets. Now, he's talking about the ones that were telling Ahab. Right. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. He said, they all have a lion spirit in their mouth. Mm -hmm. The Lord has declared disaster for you. <laughs> That's what this prophet spoke to Ahab. Mm. The king and the husband of Jezebel herself. Okay. 
So then what happens next is Ahab gets really mad, has this prophet thrown in prison with nothing but bread and water. And he says, feed him meager rations of bread and water until I come in peace. Basically saying, I'm going to come back and everything will be just fine. And yeah. you just, you treat him like, like the dog he is until I get back. And Micah, or Micaiah says, if you return in peace, the Lord has not spoken by me. And he said, hear all you peoples. So basically he, he was humble enough to say, okay, if you come back in peace and everything is fine, then I didn't hear from God. Well, guess what? Ahab tried to turn the tables. He had Jehoshaphat dress as a king, which he is a king. So he said, you go ahead and you dress in your kingly garb. I'm going to disguise myself as a soldier. Mm -hmm. And long story short, Ahab got shot with an arrow and he, he died. Mm -hmm. He sat through the night with his wound and, and bled in the chariot and he died. And Jehoshaphat was spared and he was okay. And, um, you know, so it, it really struck me that God had led me to this particular piece right. of scripture at a time when our nation is in a battle right? in the spiritual and in the natural that is going to go down in history. Mm -hmm. And I believe that the word of that prophet was meant to bring Ahab to repentance right it was meant to pierce ahab's hard heart and bring him to a place of repentance but instead of ahab repenting mm -hmm. he chose to try and do it his way out of the flesh pride pride mm -hmm. caused ahab to say oh well i am gonna i'm gonna turn the tables and i'm gonna trick the fates by being fake right by dressing myself up to be something that I'm not. Mm -hmm. And I am going to expose this king who came alongside of me to help me, this godly king. I'm going to expose him and leave mm -hmm. him up for the disaster that was prophesied over me. Right. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. God shall not be mocked. God shall not be mocked. And God sees all that goes on in the dark places he mm -hmm. knows the hearts of men and he knows the motives behind the things that each person is doing and god shall not be mocked mm -hmm. and he has put a you know there are many who want to tickle the itching ears and they want to speak all these you know feel good things all the time and i feel like the lord is saying Will you be like this brave prophet? Will you be like this, this one who says, I will speak what the mm -hmm. Lord tells me to speak? Mm -hmm. Knowing that, yes, it, it may cause some 
it may cause you to to have to suffer some some indignation because not everybody's really going to want to receive what you have to say. Right. But in the end, it was meant to bring Ahab to repentance. But just because it didn't doesn't mean that the the word of the Lord failed. Right. It didn't doesn't mean that it didn't do what it had sent out to do because Jehoshaphat being a godly man, he was protected. He was protected from the get-go, and, and Jehoshaphat was actually um, the the scripture that the Lord had given us in the beginning of all this, Second Chronicles twenty twenty. That was a word that was given to King Jehoshaphat. Mm. Second, or in in that particular scripture, which um, which ties right into this. Or it says in Second Chronicles twenty twenty, Hear me, Judah, and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Believe his prophets, and you will succeed. If Ahab had been willing to take the word of that prophet, he would have had success that day rather than destruction. Mm-hmm. But his heart was hard, and he chose not to receive it. And so instead of it being for his good, it ended up being of his destruction. And I really believe that that is a word from the Lord today for each one of us. That we would be willing to receive correction. That we would be willing to receive what the Lord has to say. You're okay. And that we would also be willing to speak the truth of what God has put before us. I believe that that's very important in this critical this critical hour that we're in Mm -hmm. that we would hear and that we would be obedient, that we would not align with something just because we don't want to, um, we don't want to cause somebody to have anger against us. Right. You know, that's never comfortable, but no, when it's a choice between being obedient to God and worrying about how we're going to be received. Mm-hmm. Obedience is the best choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I can almost guarantee that this Micaiah, this prophet, knew that him being called forward was going to be nothing but trouble for him. Right. He knew that. And yet he only spoke the words that God put in his mouth. Right. And Jesus himself even said, during his ministry, I only do what my father in heaven is mm-hmm. doing. And I only say what I hear my father saying. Mm-hmm. And so for, for us to, to follow after Christ and, and to be Christ-like, this is what we have to be willing to do right now. <laughs> there are mm-hmm. so many things that we don't understand and that we don't know. Right. And, um, we have to trust him and we have to trust his voice more than ever. Mm-hmm. Even I if totally it's not. Agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. That was good. And as Forrest Gump would say, that is all I've got to say about that. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I've heard I've heard uh, a few in this past week. I think I've heard a few Forrest Gump quotes. 
I have, but it's like, it seems like this week people have been quoting it more. I don't know why. <laughs> Even from That's the pulpit. Funny. So I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> Life is like a box of chocolates, Jenny. <laughs> right? <laughs> but no, that was, it was spot on. It's always awesome how God works. He is a God of numbers. Um, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I think it was John's. Uh, Jeremiah Johnson that pointed out that um, you know that he was going to be there's a few people that have said it but he pointed out the numbers part of it where Cyrus was spoken about prophetically in Isaiah 45 and God Um, showed him that Trump was a Cyrus and he's the 45th president and so it was like, wow, you know, God is a God of numbers. Just like he told you to go to the 11th and the 22nd chapter, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's neat when he does that and you're like, wow, God, you're so awesome. <laughs> yeah, he knows. So. Thank you, Carmela. You're very sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is amazing the way that he'll give you, he'll give you little nuggets along the way on the journey. And I feel like that's what he's doing with these, you know, we're reading the prophecies, but he's also causing us to dig and hear as we depend upon him while we're doing this. And I I truly hope that the things that we're speaking out, that they're uh, they're helping other people, that we're sowing seeds. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yes, and even not only sowing seeds, but for those that, you know, maybe haven't dug into the word as much as we could, it's giving them a desire to to mm. dig even further into the word themselves, you know? Yeah, yeah. The, the word is full of hidden treasures. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what you're missing if you do not read the Bible as an adventure. As a Holy Spirit-filled believer, it is like the greatest adventure ever when you gain revelation in the word of God. So... Just be be in your Bibles and in your in the Word more than your mm-hmm. other things in the in you know your day to day routine. If you've got five minutes, pick up the Bible first, read the Bible first before you do anything else. Right. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. So do you want to start us out in prayer, Kim? Absolutely. <clears throat> Lord, just thank you. We thank you for the way in which you speak to us into our hearts and into our lives, Lord. We thank you that we, unlike the Old Testament, can come directly to you. We don't have to go through someone else to have them go on our behalf to hear from you. But, Father, we have that direct communication that when that veil was torn, torn, Lord God, that we can approach you through the blood of Jesus And you are quick to hear, quick to respond, Lord. And so, Father, tonight we speak and pray over this prophetic word that was spoken Mm -hmm. uh, so many years ago now, Lord. um, And we come into agreement with it. Um, Father, we come into agreement that America's greatest days are ahead. Yes. And that, Lord, you are exposing those backdoor deals, Lord God, 
those mm. things that we're not even aware of that right. are taking place yes. in the with judges, senators, congressmen, men and women of all kind on the federal level, Lord God. Um, every branch of the government, Father, those backdoor deals right now, Lord God, expose, expose those things um, in this day, Lord. Father, we want this country to be known for righteousness, a country that fears God, mm. Lord, fears and loves you, Lord. And um, so, Father, we just thank you for that. We thank you for your prophetic word that is a warning that is a call to fight, a call to repentance. Um, Lord, the, the prophetic word isn't meant to scare us or to speak um, against things, but Lord, to to proclaim your will. Mm. And so, Father, we proclaim your will to be done here on earth, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Lord, and I I just pray that that eyes would be open to the fact that just because someone can put on a good front doesn't mm. necessarily mean that they're a good person or that they're a good leader. You know, mm -hmm. there there is corruption that has been hidden from us. Lord, as I was reading today and, and learning things as I was trying to hear from you and what you wanted to tell me about the uh you know, about the the anniversary of of what today represented, Lord. And, you mm -hmm. know, you were just, you were showing me things and highlighting things to me, Lord. You know, that it has not, it, it's, it goes back as far as the beginning of this nation, Lord, that, mm -hmm. you know, politicians are not always on the up and up. Mm -hmm. Just because they put on the appearance of being good yes. and righteous, or that the only way that we can truly know that they are good is by discernment. Mm -hmm. And we can't just trust what they say, and we can't trust how they behave in front of a camera, Lord, but that we have to seek the Holy Spirit for discernment. Yes, Lord. Yes. We need discernment. We need to know in our heart that we've come to you and said, is this righteous? Is this good? And mm -hmm. and really have you help us to to look for ourselves and to research what what they really believe or to watch and listen before we would make assumptions mm -hmm. about about anyone. It is you yourself. God that said in your word that you judge the innermost being of a person do not judge them by appearances only mm -hmm. help us to get away from that stigma that we yes, look Lord. at somebody and go oh they're dressed a certain way or they talk eloquently or they they're knowledgeable of the Bible even Lord that we wouldn't let that be what would cause us to trust someone but that yes. we would we would trust a person based on discernment and mm -hmm. examining fruit and if you can't examine someone's fruit because you can't get close enough to examine their fruit then you don't put all your trust in you don't put all your eggs in that mm -hmm. basket 
or that's how so many people, so many of us get hurt is that we're just willing to trust outward appearances before we really know the fruit. You, Jesus, said that we will know false prophets, false teachers as wolves in sheep's clothing by the fruit that they bear. Mm-hmm. So help, help us to be good fruit examiners. Help us to know the authentic so that the counterfeit cannot slip by us. Yes, Lord. Lord, just like they have that little pen in the in the stores where if you mm-hmm. hand them a $50 mm-hmm. bill or a $100 bill, they can take that marker yes. and yes. They, can, they can run that pen across it and they would know that it was a counterfeit. Yes. Let the Holy Spirit be that in our hearts. Mm-hmm. That we would we would have you, Holy Spirit, like that little marker and anything that's put before us. We would run you across it first before we yes. would accept it as truth. Wow, and yes, then Lord. you would help us to know the difference between the deceptions and the lies and what is of you, Lord. Yes, that Lord. is that is the desire of our heart. We want to know what's of you. We do not want to be deceived. Eve was not deceived by the bad things. She was deceived by the fruit, by the good things she saw in the fruit on that tree. Mm. That's what it says in your word, that she looked upon it and she saw that it was good to eat. Mm. And so she picked it. God, you don't Mm. always put the ugly and dark things in front of us. We have to discern according to your word what is righteous and what is good. Help us, Lord, individually so that we can come to even, Lord, that we wouldn't let that be what would cause us to trust someone, but that we we would trust a person based on discernment and examining fruit. And if you can't examine someone's fruit because you can't get close enough to examine their fruit, then you don't put all your trust in. You don't put all your eggs in that Mm. basket. Or that's how so many people, so many of us get hurt, is that we're just willing to trust outward appearances before we really know the fruit. You, Jesus, said that we will know false prophets, false teachers as wolves in sheep's Mm. clothing by the fruit that they bear. Mm -hmm. So help help us to be good fruit examiners. Help us to know the authentic so that the counterfeit cannot slip by us. Yes, Lord. Lord, just like they have that little pen in the the stores where if you Mm -hmm. hand them a $50 Mm -hmm. bill or a $100 bill, they can take that marker. And they can can run that pen across it and they would know that it was a counterfeit. Let the Holy Spirit be that in our hearts. Mm-hmm. That we would we would have you, Holy Spirit, like that little marker and anything that's put before us. We would run you across it first before we yes. would accept it as truth. Wow! And yes, then you would help us to know the difference between the deceptions and the lies and what is of you, Lord. Yes, that Lord. is that is the desire of our heart. We want to know what's of you. We do not want to be deceived. Eve was not deceived by the bad things. She was deceived by the fruit, by the good things she saw in the fruit on that tree. Mm. That's what it says in your word, that she looked upon it and she saw that it was good, Lord, individually so that we can come together as a collective. 
and stand mm-hmm. for what is righteous and true. Lord, that we can we can stand for the oppressed. Your word says in the book of James that our faith is expressed through our works, that we would rise up and defend the defenseless, that we would be hope for the hopeless because of where we put our trust. Mm. Thank you, Lord. And we thank you that we can put our trust in you. Mm -hmm. No matter what else is going on, Lord, we can put our trust in you. Yes, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. That was good. Mm, Amen. Amen. It's so overwhelming. Yeah. I like the analogy with the pen. Yeah. Counterfeit. That's good. Yeah, yeah. And you don't, you know, those people behind that counter, they weren't really taught. Right. The, the truth between, you know, they don't sit there, they don't have the time to sit there and examine the, right. the bill. But they have this trusty little marker that they just swipe across it, and it would mm-hmm. immediately tell them if it's a counterfeit or if it's a, if it's the real deal. And so the Holy Spirit can be that to us. Mm-hmm. We can hold Amen. it before them and say, swipe it, Holy Spirit, what do you see? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he'll, and he'll give us, Mm -hmm. right, right. And we have to be so connected to the Lord through the Holy Spirit that we know right away that the Holy Spirit has spoke to us about something. I find myself like, if I just have that feeling, that little unction and I honor that, it, it stays true. You know, if you ignore it because you don't know what you're dealing with, then that's where you get the calluses on your on your heart and you know that's what the enemy wants he wants you to be in confusion and he Mm -hmm. wants you to ignore the voice of the holy spirit and listen to what other people have to say or what the media has to say and god wants us to listen to him and to him alone he wants he wants the Mm -hmm. holy spirit to be what we would use to discern the good from the evil not necessarily man's measuring Amen. stick but the holy spirit's measuring stick Amen. Mm. Amen. yeah all right well i i think we're all said yeah. yeah this is a good a good time in prayer and yeah so very good and well, we thank you so much made it for, through <laughs> we did we did thank you for your prayer thank you lord yeah interceding for us because we Amen. were having technical difficulties so thank you for your prayers and um he is faithful. You know, if we if we happen to come to mind just um you know say a little prayer for us throughout the day yeah. because we are we are feeling that uh we're having a little bit of uh uh enemy opposition on what we're doing yeah so if you happen to think of us during the day kind of pray over our broadcast that we're going to send forth that evening um so we do have a few more of these to do and the enemy does not seem to be happy with us at all yeah. so uh, just nuisances but you know they add up <laughs> yeah <laughs> they add up and they make you feel a little crazy but yeah <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for praying yes. with us and 
Um, Have a good evening. We love you, and we will see you tomorrow. Yes. All right, well, tonight we are continuing in our reading of Mark Taylor's prophecy. Um, this evening we're going to be reading the prophecy titled Defeated Enemy, and this one is dated 12816. Um, if this is your first time uh, tuning in to listen, the prophecies can be found on Mark Taylor's website, and that is sordrescue.com. And we really encourage anybody that wants to tune in and participate in what we're doing, um, go to the website, read over the prophecies for yourself, uh, pull up the prophecy that we're going to be reading day by day. We're going in order from first to last. There's 21 altogether. I don't even know which one we're on right now. Um, but anyway, we're going to go in order. So if you wanted to read it out loud with us, I believe that there is, there's power in agreement. Um, and there's power in lifting our voices as believers. So... We encourage that you would even from your own living room, read along with us, declare it with us, and just release into the atmosphere whatever it is that God desires to do with uh, what Kim and I are doing out of obedience to God. Amen. So I'm going to start the reading tonight. Um, the Spirit of God says... There is an army arising from the dust and ashes, from many battles and enemy clashes. This army that's arising is coming in my glory and light, and the battle that's about to unfold shall put the enemy to flight. For my army is about to hit the beaches and shores of every country and nation afar, and they shall drive back the army of darkness at the sound of of my shofar for my army will be young and old and will save over one billion souls the spirit of god says there is nothing that the enemy can do to stop this that i the lord god have started for it is now time for the army of darkness to be departed for the souls of this nation and all over the world are crying out to me my army, bring them in, and I will save, deliver, and complete comfort them. Arise, army of God, arise. Your work is not complete, for the kingdom of darkness is in for its biggest surprise. Complete and utter defeat. Arise, my army, get in the fight, I say with great emphasis. Overtake, terminate, and destroy the army of darkness with extreme prudence. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. I just want to make sure I ended it. 
your supreme commander, God. Amen. Amen. That's a good reminder. It's a good reminder. So, Lord, we thank you that we are dealing with a defeated enemy. We thank you that all the work that needs to be done was accomplished on the cross of Jesus Christ. And in his resurrection, the victory was declared. And that, Lord, we, we need not add anything to it. But, Lord, I believe that by you speaking these words through your prophetic voices, it is a reminder to us that we are dealing with a defeated foe, mm -hmm. that we are dealing with a lion that prowls about, but he really is only as powerful as the power that we give him. So Lord, I just ask that as you awaken and stir your people to the truth, that we would take the power back that you've given us, that Jesus has said all power and all authority has been given unto me, and now I give that to you. And let us, let us awaken and arise in that more and more in the days ahead. Help us to seek you in the word. Help us to connect to you and your presence through the Holy Spirit. Lord, that we would lay down those things that, that hinder us, that we would repent of the, the ways that we have been deceived and that we would align with the truth that we follow after the victorious one, that we are defended by the Lion of Judah. Mm. And that as he roars over this nation, that we can rest assured that when we dwell in the shelter of the Most High and rest in the shadow of the Almighty, the shadow of that, that lion who has straddled this nation from sea to shining sea, that when we stand, when we rest in his shadow, that we are well protected and we are well defended and there is nothing that can come against those who choose to follow after him. Father, just as your prophetic word tonight said for the army to arise, Lord God, you are calling those that have taken a back seat, Lord. Lord, you're calling out those that have been sitting on the sidelines. Mm. Lord, you're speaking to your church that has gone to sleep, Lord, that you're speaking, arise, arise, yes. now is the time. And so, Father, we call out those Christians, those believers, Lord, that have lost that luster, that desire, Lord God, the drive, Lord, that sometimes we 
we grow weary. That's why your word says, don't grow weary in well-doing. And so, Father, I speak a, a, a encouragement to those that feel as if they've kind of stepped back. But, Lord, I, I speak that they're stepping forward today. That yes. they are stepping forward today. And in boldness, they will step forward and continue on in their journey with you, Lord God. Continue on to be in the army that is fighting this spiritual battle, Lord God. Um, we speak to that to that body right now tonight, Lord God, that they get ignited a fire, that first love again, Lord, that desire to see lost souls saved, for people to find their way, Lord God. Lord, to even come alongside and lift up. Help us to identify those that need that extra hand, that lift up, Lord God, that need that extra encouragement to be able to step forward, that maybe they've been fighting a, a fight for a long time and they've grown tired and they've mm -hmm. been a warrior for a long time and they've grown weary. But Lord God, you've called us that are encouraged and ignited to come alongside and lift up our brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just hear you saying that you've called a misfit army. Mm. That those who, who, as Kim was saying, they've been kind of sitting on the sidelines and maybe believing that they're not good enough or they're not mm. religious enough or they don't, they don't pray lofty enough prayers. Lord, that you would begin to awaken and and speak your love over them and and just whisper of the the destiny that you've placed inside of them lord god that you would you would draw them out of the shadows with your declarations of good enough not man's not man's i speak against that religious spirit that has made people feel like they can't live up that they don't fit the status quo and that that means that they don't have a place in your army. Lord, I just, I speak against that lie right now in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I ask that you would breathe new life yes, into Lord. those that you have called and that you have chosen, God, that you have chosen that their destiny would be stirred and awakened in a fresh and new way and that everything that the enemy tried to tried to speak against them mm -hmm. that now you're going to turn that around and you're going to use it for their good and for their strength and for their growth. And you're going to use that for them to proclaim of your goodness and your glory. I thank you for that, Lord. I thank you for the way that you are calling us out of the shadows and you're calling us away from the sidelines and saying, you're mine. And I speak life over you. And I speak destiny over you. And I am the measuring stick of your worth. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for the misfit army, the ragtag bunch that you're calling forward to to proclaim your fame yeah. in all the earth. <laughs> Amen. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 
it's not it's not about how amazing other people think we are it's about how amazing our god tells us we are and he can take you know if he could take somebody like like paul you know when he converted him from saul to paul and you know he can if he can do that with someone then you know he, he can he can do whatever he wants to do <laughs> whatever he wants to do try to do what the arm does and so individually we may look like misfits but united we're complete and whole Mm. that's the importance of unity yes yes that's a good word Mm -hmm. that's a good word yeah because that you know isn't that what the enemy has even done in the world like he has put it in the hearts of our young girls that unless you have a certain color hair and unless it's, you know, unless you're a certain weight and you can look a certain way, then that's how you're going to get accepted and be successful. And, you know, they're portrayed as being the, um, being the better than. So then our, our daughters have this measuring stick that they're trying to live up to. And even, even our young men, they have this measuring stick. Like I have to be, tough and I have to be you know I have to have a have a drive a certain car and have a certain job or else I'm not successful and Mm -hmm. so he does the same thing to the church you know and and I think it's time to be done with that I think that's Mm -hmm. I think that's the call tonight it's time to be done with that if you don't feel like you're good enough to be a part of god's army and and to rise up and he's not looking for man's status quo he's just looking for obedient and willing hearts he's looking for those that will love him and serve him out of love Mm -hmm. we can't serve him because we want people to think we're we're all that right so that we can be accepted in our church and you know we have to do it because we love him and we're surrendered out of that love. Yeah. Yeah. We are definitely misfits in the army of the Lord. You're right, Carmela. (coughs) Okay. I think that's all I got for tonight, Kim. How about you? Yeah, same here. That was good was good most importantly the word of god was true and um so amen i'm good all right okay so then we will be back tomorrow same place same time (laughs) see you tomorrow night all right good Good night night, everybody love you love you bye-bye